Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reynolds hits it to third. Arauz has it. And the throw across. A little high, but Alonzo there. That's the ball game. It goes the Mets way today, 8-3. to three. Sham Reynolds made the last out as well. He's been hot. Hot, hot, hot. These last few games. Welcome to the Fan Early Morning Show. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Wake Up Show, the Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So the Pirates lose 2 of 3 to the New York Mets, which is kind of upsetting considering the Pirates won 2 of 3 at home just a month or two ago. And you know my feelings on the Mets. I don't like the big teams that spend the big money and just try to buy all the players that they can. This was after the Mets offloaded some of their biggest players before the trade deadline. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, David Robertson. So that's rough. So the post-trade deadline Mets win more games in an August series than they did before the trade deadline when the Pirates and Mets played at home. Hmm, interesting. All right, this is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So I don't necessarily want to talk too much about yesterday's loss other than the fact that uh, the Pirates have some players getting hot again in uh, hitters, specifically in Brian Reynolds and Key Brian Hayes. Uh, Brian Reynolds hit another home run in yesterday's game, so that's inspiring. And there are things to look forward to, and that's all I'll say about that because I know several of you are going to call in. Oh, Crowley, Justin Verlander, back to the Astros. Oh, Justin we got a topic coming up later on about reunions, so uh, Crowley will explain that more, but we're talking about all the players that were on a team, went to another one some way, and then got traded back or you know, acquired back by that team um, in sports history. So when I thought of Justin Verlander going back to the Astros in that trade, the post-trade deadline Mets, um, that made me think of him. So at any rate, uh, Austin Hedges said some things a couple days ago on the Chris Rose rotation, and I listened and I have some thoughts about what he said, what he tried to, what he meant by what he was saying about Pittsburgh and what it meant to him and how he performed while he was on the Pirates and 
why he was getting booed so heavily by Pittsburgh fans. So let's revisit those comments right now because I have some opinions on those. I haven't been here for a couple days now, so let's go back to those. Here's what Austin Hedges said about being booed by Pittsburgh fans, and I want to talk about it with you. Yeah, that sucked, dude. That was that was wild. That was I, I didn't expect that. You know, I was really excited to play in Pittsburgh this year. My mom, uh, my mom grew up there, and so I grew went there all the time. And you know, there's a went to went to Pirates games with my with my grandpa who passed away. Like it was like just really it was really cool. So I was really excited for this year, and you know, things just uh, didn't go as well for me offensively as 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 I wanted. Um, and the second the second they started calling up some catchers. Uh, man, the fans just like, but it was like out of nowhere on one day, like, I'm wondering, like, was there like a, like a, like a group text? Like, did they all, how did they all know? Like you hear, like, did people just hear boo? Like, oh, boo, boo. Like, let's just boo. It was like, it was really, really in sync. Like they were like, all right, everybody, here we go. It's time. We're booing Hedgy every time now. Here we go. And they did. And I, I like threw me off of it. I'm like, what? Why? Like, what? This is my. It's all my fault. Like, all right. But it was uh, it was tough because it was something I'd never had. I, I've had to overcome a lot in this game. Just like everybody has had to overcome a lot. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in the big leagues, it's 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 really really hard. Um, so everybody's going through a lot every day. But this was one that um, I didn't really necessarily know how to overcome. The the one that stings though is the is when the home fans do it. Crowd gets to go wild. It got to the point where I was getting pinch hit for sometimes, and but they play my walk up song <laughs> because they thought like I'd be on deck and they'd pinch hit for me, so they play my walk up song, not announce me, and they would boo. <laughs> they hear when they hear when Pittsburgh hears "Fat Bottom Girls" by Queen, they just naturally boo. You hear, "Oh, won't you take me boo?" Okay, funny story there by Hedges. At the end, and a, and a kind of a sob story at the beginning as well, trying to evoke some sympathy in the fans. You know, my mother grew up here. That was special for me. My expectations of the season uh, may have went a little bit differently. I Now, I was the biggest of the Austin Hedges supporters when the Pirates were where they were in April and then May. I was the biggest supporter. I talked about, you know, the value that you don't usually see, but that's more felt by the team. I talked about um, how just be having a good commander at catcher can really help a team, make a guy that can receive pitches well, frame pitches, um, talk to pitchers and, and manage the pitching staff. That's all important. I stand by that, but it got to the point where nobody else on the Pirates was hitting, and then Hedges was still not hitting. We expected Hedges not to hit. We didn't expect Hayes to be injured and have that hinder his ability to hit a baseball. Uh, We didn't expect Brian Reynolds to sign his extension and then go missing for a little while. You know, we didn't expect that. So when you have a couple catchers in the minor leagues who are hitting well in Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez, the expectation was that maybe you call one of those guys up and use hedges more strategically. 
that's that's where I got to by the time June came around was that reasoning. Hey, maybe if the whole team's not hitting, don't keep playing the guy that you knew was not a good hitter coming in. It's not like Austin Hedges is uh, is a prospect that's been developed by the Pirates over years. He's a major league veteran who you signed for $5 million who has rarely hit over 200 in his career with any of the teams he's been on. And him not being a good hitter is part of the reason why he hasn't had a steady job in several years in the major leagues. He's been a platoon catcher, a defensive specialist, but he hasn't really had a consistent gig. Hasn't been in high demand for that reason. So when the fans boo him, aside from what his expectations were and aside from what his connection to Pittsburgh is, he did not perform well. And if the Pirates left him in to bat late in a game that was close and he's got a not a what the league best is around, you know, 30% chance of getting on, not even the league average, which is a 25% chance to get on a one and four shot. You got a 15% chance about 15, 16% chance batting 168. I think he was with the pirates the time they traded him. Like he wasn't batting well. So of course the fans are going to boo him because you're putting a guy in who's got you know, baseball's already a game where the offense is disadvantaged. You're putting in a guy that that is even more disadvantaged. That is even is below league average. To go in there and bat and try to get you a hit in a in a tough situation. That I don't have any sympathy for. I appreciate his connection to Pittsburgh. I appreciate the fact that that he respects Pittsburgh and that he's enjoyed his time around Pittsburgh and with his mother and his family and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the fans can express feedback through booze as much as they want, especially late in a game when it's close and you're a dude batting 160-something. Sometimes I think, too, that you know players just they get a little sensitive about certain things. And I I get it too. Like the mental health is important, and making sure everybody's well being is uh, is good in their in their minds and their feelings. That's a that's fine. And Austin Hedges, maybe it's therapeutic for him to go on a national show like that, on a podcast like that, and vent, say, hey, I didn't appreciate this, and I want Pittsburgh fans to know that it was hard to play when you're getting booed. Maybe that's therapeutic for him to say that. I don't necessarily think that his reasonings are as justified as he made them seem to be, though. His family's connection to Pittsburgh only establish what his expectations were. But his expectations don't really mean anything. His expectations for the season, they don't really mean anything because when he's batting in the later third innings of the game, the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings of a game and the Pirates are down or the game's tied and he can't come through with a big hit and you realize that there's little to no chance he's going to come through with that big hit, of course you're going to boo as a fan. I don't find that to be harassing or or overwhelming for anybody if 
if they do that. You're a public figure in that case. You're playing a sport, and it's uh, sports are in human nature aggressive, especially as fans when they get so passionate. Like this is like sports are a safe way to engage in combat. It's not like war. It's not that where there's serious implications. You go to sporting events. You watch two teams compete based on the rules that are provided by the nature of the sport. And you you take that as intense because that's the you know the closest thing you have to to true combat on the field. It's a safe way to do combat. Rules in an arena with specialized play, like that's what we as sports fans live for. So of course we're gonna we're gonna get upset. We're gonna say, "Darn it! Why can't Pittsburgh compete with the rest in football, baseball, or hockey?" Or if you count Pitt athletics, another football team, and a basketball team among the other sports that they have at the University of Pittsburgh. The Riverhounds, soccer. So th- that's that's really where it is. That so I don't I never I never discourage fans from booing based on performance. I have discouraged fans before for, you know, if they yell at a player getting injured, that's not okay. Players can't control their injuries and we shouldn't want players to get hurt. How about uh, Livy in yesterday's game? I think it was yesterday or recently when Paul Skeens pitched. Livy had to get taken to the booth because there were fans that were harassing her while Paul Skeens was pitching in his Bradenton appearance. Braden did well, but they had to take her to the booth because too many fans were coming up to her and giving her a hard time. Like, ooh, you're dating Paul Skeens now. Wow, it's great that you're here. You shouldn't approach people in that sense and get super personal with them. If you want to boo Austin Hedges from afar, that's fine. As long as you're not insulting him or taking personal attacks on him, you can you can give him feedback and say that he's a bad baseball player if that's how you feel as a fan. That's just the nature of sports. I think that it crosses the line if you cheer for hurt players or you, or you inflict personal attacks on a player or... Um, in, in Livy's case with Paul Skeens and, and Bradenton, you know, going up to her and saying like, ooh, wow, yeah, you and Paul Skeens, huh? You know, they got, they got kind of stuff. You know, you don't want to do that because that takes it, you know, that makes it more personal and that makes it more of an unsafe or or bad situation. But in Austin Hedges' case, I mean, I never saw too many personal attacks inflicted on him, but we as fans, we give feedback for performance. We give feedback for how we feel about how a player does on the field. He was not likely to get a hit in 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 critical situations, and we as fans expressed our displeasure when we learned that he was gonna bat in those in a critical situation late in the game. That's all it is. So there is a line. There is mental health to consider. Personal attacks, not okay. Harassment, not okay. But poor performance over time, you're not performing well. You're going to get booed. And again, I'm sorry. I mean, I am sorry that that, that Austin Hedges 
had such connections to Pittsburgh and and that he had greater expectations for himself and perhaps his family as well playing for for the Pittsburgh Pirates, but also at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't perform well, you're going to get booed. I really wanted him to do well, and I had higher expectations for him myself going into the season that maybe this contract with the Pirates was a sign that he was going to turn it around and playing more consistently would maybe bump up his average to at least 200, maybe a little bit higher. And he's a great defensive catcher. I'll maintain that even though he set the franchise record for most catcher's interference called against him in in a single season. But regardless of that, I mean, I think he's a fine guy. I think he's good defensively. His offense was just what struggled, and fans expressed their displeasure, and they're they're allowed to do that. That stays on the uh, you know on the right side of the line. Again, the wrong side, harassment and personal attacks, stuff not okay. But what the Pir- what the Pirates fans did to Austin Hedges is warranted. I I, I would argue. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. Coming up next, the uh, Steelers play this weekend on Saturday against the Buffalo Bills. And there's still some some controversy, some talks about how much time Kenny Pickett should spend on the field. We'll talk about the Steelers coming up next. And apparently Bob Huggins, back in the news, uh, officially suspended. His license suspended 60 days. And some other fines incurred if we have some more time too we'll talk about that since that um, is recent news if you want to call in and weigh in give your opinion on austin hedges kenny pickett the steelers the pirates bob huggins penguins anything you want to talk about you can at 412-928-9370 you can also hit me up on that new social media platform called x formerly known as twitter you can do that at callus underscore three three that's c-a-l-l-a-s underscore Three three, and again you can call four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. We'll talk about the Steelers and Kenny Pickett next here on Sports Radio ninety three seven The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. It's Nicholas Harry Callis. With you this morning, let's give you fan weather real quick. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer's here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the only redesigned 2024 tracks. And you can check them out online at Sun Chevy. Dot com Today, high of 83, low of 62. It'll be mostly clear throughout the day. Then tomorrow, clear skies expected. The high of 74 and a low of 62. That's fan weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. i also like to give a shout-out real quick as well. Uh, my sister is getting married this weekend, so I'm not going to see or talk to you guys uh, over the weekend. I'll be on Friday through Monday. So uh, I'd like to also give a public congratulations to Cedar and Mariah. 
Uh, Mariah's actually made an appearance on the fan one time during Lent. Uh, Crowley had her on uh, on one of the night shows that he used to do, and they talked about why she's a pescatarian, why she doesn't eat any meat but fish. So uh, you've heard her voice before. And then Cedar made an appearance on our Jamfest team this past weekend when uh, uh, when we went 0-3. So not a great basketball performance, but a nice guy. Nice guy, Cedar. Uh, happy to welcome him to the family. So just a shout-out to Brian Cedar again getting married this weekend. And I'll be there, not here over the weekend. It'll be like a tiny vacation for me before I return back to work uh, on Tuesday altogether between my two jobs. But I'll be back uh, on the morning show on Wednesday of next week. So a little life update for you as we transition back into sports. A lot of controversy around how much players should play in the preseason. Kenny Pickett is uh, a sensitive topic in that regard because many perceive him as the future of the team, as you know, the savior of the franchise coming up. Other uh, fans say that, no, he's not that great. He's got a lot to prove. He's not going to be all that. Um, he's just here because he went to Pitt. <sighs> I, both sides of this argument of Pickett, I mean, I can kind of understand. I think he has a lot to prove. I think that his uh, going to the University of Pittsburgh kind of influenced some of the Steelers' decision to uh, draft him. I think there's more reasons, though, than, than just that. Uh, I also understand the opinion as well that you want to be optimistic about this this guy because he's shown flashes of greatness recently and that's what uh that's what you want to see a lot of the th- things that he's done recently are good for the Steelers the way he's performed in the second half of last season and then in that first preseason game he performed rather well showed good signs and that's what you want I can understand both sides, and we've talked about Pickett before, and I've given my opinion, and several of you have called in. You still can at 412-928-9370, but several uh, several of you have called in and said that Pickett isn't all that, and he's still got a lot to prove, and it's not fair that you know he gets all this positive attention just because he went to Pitt. And, I, and he's a strong subject. And since we've gone over that, I think it's only fair to talk about now as the preseason continues to go on, what do you do with Pickett against the Buffalo Bills? Does he play a drive? Does he play a whole quarter? Does he play an entire half? I'm more leaning toward letting him play a quarter. And definitely more on the side of a half than just a drive. I think that it's it's important. Now, it's not – you don't want to exhaust the player's – Typically, you want to you want to warm up and gradually progress to more playing time, more reps as the preseason goes on and on and on. And I think that if you if you play him less as the preseason goes forward, you're not really allowing him to get reps that could be important down could be important as you enter the regular season. So I say 
maybe more toward a quarter and then maybe more toward a half in uh, in the final week of the preseason before week one. I don't like playing things too safely with players. I get that it would be devastating, too, if you had an injury to Pickett or to any important player during the preseason. The, the management of the Steelers would never hear the end of that. But I will say that there's got to be some necessary steps taken to where some of the big-name players gradually play more so that by the time week one comes around, they are game ready. And I think that that's getting more reps as the preseason comes along than less reps. You want the starters to be playing more as the preseason comes to an end than right at the beginning. Because the week after week three of the preseason, you're in the regular season. You want to warm up. You don't you don't start a workout quickly and then in the middle of it stop or slow down and then pick it up again. When you work out, you warm up. You go for a jog, you stretch. And then the stretches and, and the and the jogging or whatever warm-ups you do, they get more intense. And then by the time you start lifting or you start doing whatever specific workout you're doing for your body, you are prepared to take on that work because you stretched and you jogged and you did those necessary things to warm up your body. So my argument for should Pickett's, how much should Pickett play, maybe a little more than just a couple drives. Don't preserve him. Let him go out there and let him continuously get reps, gradually get more reps into the season. I understand the caution from fans out there that say, you know, he shouldn't play. We want to preserve him. We don't want him to get hurt. And there's, you know, practice where he can get those reps, and I understand that too, but there's nothing like competition, true competition. Not the practices don't hold any type of competition. I know there are red shirts and – I know that there's, you know, the the practice squad teams and stuff, but nothing compares to the legit competition where one team's NFL players looking to win a job want to come at you and prove that they can be better than you consistently on plays to make you have to react and make decisions that make it really feel like a real game. And so in that regard, I say the preseason games, they're important. And again, you should be gradually getting more reps as the preseason goes through than getting less reps down the stretch. That's my opinion. That's my opinion on that. So if, if you're asking me, Kenny Pickett should play more as the preseason goes out and not less because you want him to warm up and then seamlessly transition into the regular season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t